Welcome to Beauty and the Gi, the podcast about jujitsu and so much more. I'm Jen Eads, a one-stripe blue belt full of curiosity and so many questions about jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu black belt obsessed with jujitsu. Let's talk about Demi Lovato. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> feels like it's the hot topic right now. It's like literally on every single forum, there's a conversation happening about Demi Lovato getting her purple belt in jujitsu. And what is the typical conversation around that? It definitely depends on which um, forum you're on or which uh, group or anything like that. I will say not that, you know, all the men are talking trash, but the ones that are more men dominated uh, is definitely where a lot more trash talking is happening. Well, that's shocking. <laughs> right? Just the misogyny is just, just total shock. <laughs> uh, and I'm not, I'm not talking trash. Like, you know, like we have so many fantastic men at our gym. Yeah. But the keyboard warriors are not as fantastic. So if you don't know, Demi Lovato does jujitsu. <laughs> this may be a surprise for you uh, if you're not online, I guess. Okay, and who who is Demi Lovato? So Demi Lovato is a singer. Honestly, I'm not familiar with a ton of her music. Like I do know some of it, but not like I couldn't name a song right now. Um, so I'm not like a huge fan or anything. This isn't like a fan girl, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's been doing jujitsu since 2016 which if you can do math, that's like seven years, at least six, you know, depending on what time in that year she started. Mm -hmm. She did take a break at Blue Belt, which is common. Yeah, I read that. And I was like, uh, okay. Right? Yeah. Who yeah. doesn't get the Blue Belt Blues? Yeah, no surprise there. <laughs> that is normal. And, you know, we always say like the mats will always welcome you back. And she found her way back. Like, yeah, that's great. You know, just a little more about Demi Lovato. One, um, we are using she, her pronouns because as far as we're aware, that's what she is back to. But she has gone by they, them pronouns as well. I think she considers herself gender fluid. So like she, they is um, acceptable for her. She's also had some struggles with mental health and drug addiction and really found jujitsu to be a positive place for her. A place that she, you know, that she felt like really helped her mental state. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, here she gets her purple belt and is just being trashed by so many people. So the picture that was shared of her receiving her purple belt is um, her holding the belt. It's just her hand. We actually don't know for sure that it's her hand. We assume so. Um, True. Yeah. With, yeah. With very well manicured nails. Yeah. Those, I'm, I'll never have nails like that. No, same. But, you know, like I'm literally doing jujitsu six days a week. I don't have time for nails like that. However, you know, like on occasion, maybe you get your nails done for something. You don't know. Maybe she was getting them done for, I don't know, a show or, you know, a night out or whatever. It doesn't matter. We don't even know that that picture was taken like immediately after training. Right. And so, you know, there's that. <laughs> um, we don't know. We, we weren't there. We also have not been there for her training. So we don't know 
what she knows or how much she trains or anything like that. But people are just really trash talking that they haven't ever seen her compete or that, you know, she hasn't, she's only trained a couple years or, you know, just anything. And it's just wild to me at the end of the day. One, it's none of our business. Yeah. You're not her coach. You're not her. That's it. That doesn't, no one else should have a, and a real opinion on whether she deserves it or not. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought as I was reading the stuff. I was like, you know what? Number one, I don't care. Yeah. I, and I don't mean that flippantly, but I mean her journey, her practice, whatever that looks like for her, that's not mine. And it's not my place to judge it. And I don't feel like it's anyone else's place to judge it. So yeah, who cares? Yeah. Just don't be a jerk. Mm-hmm. If you don't have something nice to say, then just keep on scrolling. Right. There's nothing that says that you have to share your opinion. Yeah. Especially when it's negative. Yeah. Feel free to congratulate her. Absolutely. <laughs> Feel free to. But when you're trash talking someone like that, a couple of things are happening. One, we already know that she struggles mentally, as so many people do. So when you're trash talking her, like, that's affecting her. She's still a human being. She still has feelings. She still has struggles. And so that has to affect her. Two, that's affecting everyone you know with similar struggles. Mm-hmm. Whether it's just that you're a woman in jujitsu and you know, you know the struggles of being on the mat in a male-dominated sport whether it's because you have mental health issues, maybe you've like had a drug addiction, anything like that. Your friends are seeing these awful things that you're posting. Right. And they're also taking that to heart. Mm-hmm. And it's just wild to me. I don't know. I just... Do any of these feelings come from your own personal experience? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh-huh. you know, I mean, honestly... I never received any trash for my blue belt, for my purple belt, for my brown belt, all of which came from one coach uh, who was a man. I mean, he still is a man, but, (laughs) um, but, you know, my coach at the time was a man. My black belt came from a woman, Rachel Casillas, uh, in case we haven't, you know, said her name in so long. (laughs) Right. If you're new to the show, welcome. And yes, we talk about Rachel a lot. Yes. Well, our intro should be, I'm AJ Klingerman, black belt, obsessed with Rachel Casillas. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, but, um, you know, she gave me my black belt and on one hand, I received hundreds and hundreds of congratulation messages. Lots of people that were happy for me. There were Basically, three men that I know personally, specifically these three, that just trashed me on Facebook and Instagram, but, you know, basically not worthy of getting my black belt. And it's like, here's the thing. One, my former coach gave me a brown belt. You know what a brown belt usually leads to when you keep doing jujitsu? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Typically, the next step is black belt. That's just <laughs> that's just how. Yeah, kind of how exactly. that goes. Um, and I didn't hear you complaining when he gave me a brown belt. So maybe your uh, complaints aren't warranted. Yeah. But it was insane. Like just the the 
the trash that they were talking about me for receiving my black belt. I've been doing jujitsu since 1999. I've been teaching since 2013. I've been in the sport a long time, you know, and I've, I've won some stuff. I, you know, won worlds. I won pans. There have definitely been some, some wins. I've also lost a lot, but you know, that's what happens when you get out there and try, like you win some, you lose some. That's just (laughs) how it goes. But you know, like it was a real interesting thing because it was hard not to let that affect me, even though You know, it was a drop in the bucket in comparison to the amount of good things being said. Mm -hmm. But those negative voices are just loud. They're just, it just hurts. It really hurts. Even though, you know, you like sit back and think about it and you're like, I wouldn't ask this person for their opinion. I wouldn't be like, hey, person, um, do you you (laughs) think I should get my blue or my black belt? Because it's none of their business. They're not my coach. I've never trained with them doesn't matter. But there, you know, it's still hurt to see those things said about you. Well, and I know one of the things that I read about her, but then I've also read this about other famous people that, well, you know, they only do privates and they don't compete and blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like, again, not your place. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, there are multiple reasons that people only do private lessons. Mm Mm-hmm. And for her, it could be schedule. It could be like if she got seriously injured in training by somebody that had something to prove that, oh, they can beat up Demi Lovato, you know, like, because you don't know. Right. That's how it is sometimes. Yeah. You know, then it might be hard for her to do her job. I mean, when you're an international superstar. (laughs) That is true. It can be tough. That is true, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like I have a girl who's a doctor And she's primarily only done private lessons with me. And, you know, I could put her against a lot of people at the gym and she's going to wreck them. She's good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh, Um, Yes. But in private lessons, she knows she's safe with me. She knows that she's not going to have issues that are going to keep her from being able to work or take care of her family or whatever it is that she needs to do. And so for her, privates have been the way to go. That doesn't mean that she's not progressing. That doesn't mean that she's not getting better. She's never competed. That doesn't mean I won't promote her. Yeah. You know, different coaches are looking for different things. Like I can tell you what my pillars are. If you've listened to previous podcasts, you may know what I'm looking for as a coach. But also that's going to vary person to person. I am always judging you against you and not against everyone else. So, you know, your one stripe blue belt can mean something completely different than, you know, somebody else's one stripe blue belt. Mm-hmm. So her getting a purple belt doesn't make anybody else less of a purple belt or, you know, better because they're a blue belt that could beat her or anything like that. Like it's, it's all individual and it doesn't mean we're watering down the sport or anything like that. All of those things are ridiculous. We are trying to grow the sport. I've, I've seen some stuff about that too, where they're like, people are like, who cares that she trains? Like it doesn't make a difference. And I'm going to tell you for a fact that it does. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had friends in California who had a young girl. She was about 12 when Demi first came out that she was doing jujitsu. And this young girl was really struggling 
she was just having a really hard time obeying her parents. You know, like when she saw that Demi Lovato was training, that inspired her. And so she started doing jujitsu. That's why we need famous people out there doing jujitsu and talking about it. Because yeah. there's some young girl or some young boy out there that needs that inspiration to be like, I want to be like my favorite pop star. Right. Well, and the other thing, too, is regardless of whether she's even famous or not, she's training. Yeah. And it's good for her. And she's a stronger, better, happier human when she's training. And I just feel like the world needs more happier good human beings. So exactly. Let's celebrate anybody that is out doing something to make themselves better. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I think that's the the main key is like, let's celebrate. If you don't want to celebrate, yeah. just keep quiet. We're celebrating. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't rain on our parade. We are celebrating. Also, just a quick aside, I'd like to know how many of those guys that are trash talking her and like saying that it, you know, this famous person doing jujitsu, blah, 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 doesn't matter. I wonder how many of those people got into jujitsu because of Joe Rogan or Jocko Willink. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. those two guys, they're famous. They bring in a lot of people to jujitsu. And I love that. I absolutely yeah. love that people come and start jujitsu because they've been listening to the Jocko podcast for the last year and they want to do, you know, like he's been encouraging them. That's fantastic. Yeah. Spread the word, man. We're all pushers here. <laughs> I think the end result is stay in your lane. If you don't want to celebrate, then just stay quiet. We don't want to hear it. So what can we do when we see something like that happen? So like rather than just sit here and be like, oh, people are mean, you know, whatever. We know that. Yeah. What can we do about it? Well, one, I think, you know, I think little stuff can help, you know, like maybe if you Put in your stories and tag her. I don't know if she's going to see it, but maybe she will. Maybe she needs yeah. that positive reaction. Maybe just commenting like when you know facts and people don't. So like if somebody says, you know, she's only been training a couple of years and you're like, actually, she started in 2016. So I don't know. It's hard for me to encourage people to be confrontational. But I also think that we stand up for things. Like, I think it's important that we kind of speak up and we're like, man, you know, that's a sucky thing to say. Mm -hmm. I'll give it a completely different example, but I think it kind of relates. I was playing Taylor Swift in the gym one night. I know everyone's shocked. Uh, <laughs> and one of the women said something about her sleeping her way to the top kind of thing. <gasps> And I was like, your misogyny is showing. <laughs> like, like <laughs> girl, that's, you know, that. <laughs> yeah. What, when she was 12? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, she's been. I mean, come on. Exactly. And you're never going to say that about any man that's out there right. in multiple relationships. You're never going to say, you know, like, well, they've dated everyone. Like, they only write songs about the people that they've been, you know, they've dated all around and like, it's just gross. So maybe check yourself. And if you wouldn't say that about a dude, don't say it about a woman. Yeah. I think that's the first thing. Check your own misogyny. See if what your initial knee-jerk reaction is. 
feels good. (laughs) (laughs) See if it, you know, aligns with who you say you are and who you think you are. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, think about how other people are going to take it. Even just taking your own moment to like really dig deep a little bit before you hit enter. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, if you're feeling brave and you want to, you know, reply to people who are being gross, more power to you. I also think keep showing up in training and sharing about your own progress. Like, I don't feel like we have to be famous to inspire somebody to go try jujitsu. That is absolutely true. That is, that is definitely true. I have a friend that I, I know through podcasting stuff and we talk all the time and I'm always like giving updates and saying, you know, oh, this happened today or, oh man, it was a rough day. And she's like, hey, I just noticed that there's a new jujitsu school that I pass on my way to work and I think I'm going to go try it. That's awesome. I love that. And she's like in her 50s. Yes. Yeah. Going to get some more grown-ups on the mat. <laughs> I need some more masters. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I, you know, I think people are watching us all the time. Whether we want to be leaders, we are. Everyone is. Mm-hmm. You know, like someone is watching, someone's paying attention, and someone is hearing what you're saying and seeing what you're doing and are going to make some of their own decisions based on that. It's why when we started the podcast, you know, we had listened to some others to like kind of think about like how we wanted to approach things. Our main thing was like, we don't want to be negative about jujitsu. We don't want to come on here and just complain all the time. And I don't know, we, we just didn't want to come at it from that perspective. We wanted to come at it from a like, this is a life-changing sport full of a lot of great people. And we want to get more people on the map. And I think it's working. I do too. I really do. I think people, yeah. some people will like listen to us before they start training <laughs> and like just feel like they have a little bit of a community before they even step on the mat. And that is so freaking cool. Yeah, that makes me so happy. And we had some really nice comments this week too. And it's, it's so nice to hear that. And it means so much. Like to have someone say, the podcast should be longer and you should put out more episodes which I'm like, "Mm, probably neither one of those things are going to happen. But it's really nice to hear and to just feel appreciated. Absolutely. And, you know, like uh, we did an episode fairly recently about like not feeling like showing up, whether that's to Mm -hmm. podcast or to jujitsu or whatever. And like reading those comments on the Women's Grappling Network and seeing like how much we mean to people kind of, you know, like, yeah. It just really is like another good reason of like why to show up. And another reason to go out and lift up your teammates and be encouraging. And, you know, you don't have to read the comments and you don't have to engage. Definitely. I honestly had skipped over a lot of the comments until we were preparing for this episode. And then I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to dive in and see what people are talking about and what all they're saying. Because Mostly I would just see like a post and in the post it would say, oh, these comments are gross. And I'm like, well, then I'm not going to read them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I do try to ignore the hate. I try to ignore it altogether, no matter where it's coming from. But I also want to stick up for people. So, you know, when people are struggling, 
I want to just reach out and be like, hey, even if I don't agree with what's happening. So kind of a, a little bit of an aside, there are some people I know in jujitsu that are getting just really raked through the gutter online. I don't know. Is that the term? <laughs> um, sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't know why now, but um, a lot of people are trash talking this family and their jujitsu and their choices and all these things. And I don't agree with everything that they're doing or how they're doing it or anything like that, but I do know they're people. And I do know that like, this has probably been really hard for them. So I just kind of reached out and I was just like, I'm sorry you're going through this. If you need to talk, I'm here. Mm -hmm. It's none of my business how you get promoted, how you're promoted, how you're, you know, what your jujitsu looks like. That's none of my business. You don't train in my academy. I'm not your coach. But what I do know is that you're people and I'm sure you're struggling right now. Yeah. That's all that matters. I just want to stand up for people and at least be a you know shoulder to cry on if that's what's needed. And I think if you're listening and you know, maybe you know a blue belt that has just kind of stopped showing up or quit for a while, maybe invite them back. Or maybe it doesn't have to be a blue belt. It can be another belt, <laughs> but you know, we're kind of known for that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's that's a known right. issue. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Maybe go back through some old pictures and just be like, what happened to that person? You know, like I haven't seen them in like a year and just reach out and be like, hey, we miss you on the mats. Love to have you back. Like, I think that's a great idea. There you go. That's like an on and off the mat tip before we even got there. Right. We're so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know why? Because I'm watching the timer and it's like 25 minutes. Oh my gosh, minutes. they're going to be so pleased this episode's longer. <laughs> I know. I know. It's because we're usually coming in around like 20, 22 minutes, which was another reason is another thing that we looked at when we started the podcast. I'm like, I don't want to talk about jujitsu for three no. hours. Number one, because, well, I still don't probably really know enough to talk about it for three <laughs> hours, but there's I that. Just, that's <laughs> so long to keep anyone's attention. I just really, I do struggle with that. So we're just, we're going to continue to keep them under 30 minutes and you know, it's okay to leave you wanting a little more. That's right. I'm going to do a quick uh, update on what's happening with my voice. Oh, yeah. So I think it does probably sound better than it did, you know, in the last couple episodes. Like it is kind of improving, but mm -hmm. the current result is that I have a paralyzed vocal cord due to a lymph node compressing a nerve. So I will be having surgery on that uh, in the next couple months and they'll inject my vocal cord to try and get it to come back to life. So if you uh, want to send me some <laughs> good vibes, well wishes, prayers, anything like that, I would really appreciate it. We're going to hope this vocal cord comes back. <laughs> yeah, there's the update on the voice. <laughs> Thank you for the update on that. And yes, it does. I mean, it already does sound better. It does sound better. I also think that I've kind of learned how to work with it a little bit. Like I know the kind of vocal range I have to be in in order to get sound out. So that's helpful. That is. That helps a lot, especially when we're exactly. recording a podcast. <laughs> and I have a great editor that but makes me sound better. <laughs> <laughs>
What I lack in jujitsu skills, I make up for in editing. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Any other, uh, do you have a camp update for us? Um, so, I mean, obviously the last episode, we uh, announced that Natty Boss is one of our instructors. So we've now announced, well, I'll be teaching as well as Emily Kwok and Natty Boss. And I think there will be one more instructor. Ooh, that is information to come. And yeah, we are like 60% sold out right now. Next gen is about 50% sold out. So get on it. I know like I've talked to a few different women who are saying that they have like 14 ladies coming from their gym. And that's great. Like bring all bring your whole women's team. But also if you're the only one training at your gym, definitely come. Like if you're the only woman at your gym, you want to be at camp to like build the community for sure. Mm-hmm. They can register at rolemodelswanted.com. Fantastic. Any other on and off the mat tips for this week? I don't think so. I'm just ready to get on the beach. How about you? I am so ready to get on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll see you in Costa Rica. Yes. (laughs) For everyone else. (laughs) Yeah. We will see you on On the the mat. mat. Oh, shoot. We forgot to say where to find us. And if you're not going to see us in Costa Rica, you can find us on Instagram at Beauty and the Gee Podcast. And I'm hanging out there at Brassy Rod Jen. And I'm AJ Clearman everywhere you go, except TikTok, where I'm role model everywhere you go. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Oh, wait, we already said that. Um, Beauty and the Gee is a production of the Brassy Broadcasting Company. And brought to you by Role Model Grappling. <laughs>